And we're live. It was the night before Christmas. And I can't remember the rest of the poem, but Josh is being very quiet, isn't he? <laughs> I am. It's, it's Christmas Eve and my parents have gone to bed, so I feel obligated to be a bit quiet, even though, like, I don't think they're able to hear me. But for some reason, like, I just feel the pressure to, like, keep it down. <laughs> Josh's energy in front of the the Zoom screen is because obviously you don't get this at home, listeners. But I have the beautiful thing of seeing Josh's face when we record, and he's kind of like leaning over, like he's like speaking to the mic quietly, like they're here, they're gonna get me quickly. <laughs> Here's the secret code. Before they, we are we are today's episode little preview episode is going to be a bit more of a speed run feel, um, because Josh needs to go to bed. Um, because he's got to get up bright and early for Christmas tomorrow. Mm. Because we're, well, maybe not because, that bright and early. We'll see. We'll see how we go. Not that early. <laughs> but, um, but like, it, look, it's also fair because I'm also quite hungry because I haven't had lunch yet. So I think we, like, we both have an incentive for a speed yeah, that's run. that's right. That's right. So, well, I don't think there's that much to talk about, really. Yeah, I was going through doing some prep yesterday and I, like, I was kind of, like, just kind of filling in, like, with the things that, like, yeah, it was it, it was filling in things that didn't need to be. Anyway, I I'm think struggling the big with one that I would let's just cracking on with go it, is, go is go. um England's change of lineup, which is uh, they yes. bring four changes, I believe. So it's uh, is are these confirmed? Like they're basically okay, I've heard the... four rumored. I think two were confirmed. So so the the four so the first one is Zach Crawley is definitely coming in. Yep. The question is. Is he coming in for Burns or Hamid? I've heard he's coming in for Burns, is what I've read. See, see, that was the thing. The English newspapers are saying he's coming in for Burns, but then Crick Info says they're bringing him in for Hamid. Oh, uh, big tactics from England too. Because the reason, that, the reason they're talking about with bringing him in for Hamid is if you look at Hamid's technique, he bats with quite low hands, and they think that that's going to get really exposed on bouncy pitches in Australia. And like they were talking about the Rich- the Richardson dismissal where he got that ball to rear off a length and it took his hit him in the gloves. And it's like you didn't bat with as lower hands that he wouldn't have gloved that through the keeper. Um, Maybe Zach Cooley's coming in for both Burns and Hamid. To be honest, he he should come. They should. I would rather have two Zach Crawleys than. And that's not true. I love Hasib Hamid. Um, but like my whole thing about this, they were going on about Hamid's low hands technique. But like surely that technical deficiency is not as bad as Burns's, like, two left feet. <laughs> whatever he's got going <laughs> on. <laughs> whatever, whatever that's going on. Um, so you reckon, so I think, like, we both agree Zach Crawley in for Burns? Yeah, that's, that's what I've heard. I th- and I think yeah. probably more likely Burns because I feel he's the one that hasn't performed to the standard England is looking for. Having said that, I do think Zach averaging 11 <laughs> this year is maybe not going to be the best choice to bring in, but we'll see how it goes out for them. 100, 156 in his last 14 innings for England. Um, best of what's about the same. <laughs> best, exactly. Well, they're saying that, like, because Zach Crawley is a back foot player, they're like, he'll be do well, go well on the bouncy pitches. Oh, if look, if it yeah. works, big brain from England. Huge energy. It's, but yeah, look, I think it's, Here's the thing. I think we both agreed that it should be Burns who's dropped for Crawley, but I can actually see them dropping a seat for me. Yeah, purely because I, they're, I, agree with that, they're, yeah. I, I can see them overthinking the technique thing. I can see them being like, oh, we need to have a right left hand opening combination. Like they'll come up with like three kind of bullshit reasons to drop a seat for me over Burns, even though a seat for me should be kept in over Burns. Yeah. Like in terms of Haseba Mead is the kind of player who's been hard done by by the English selection in the past. And I can see them being like, oh, here's a chance to screw over this young prospect another time. You mm, know, 100%. Whereas, whereas Rory, the, the one downside of bringing in Zach Crawley for these two is it's going to significantly decrease the amount of hair in the England lineup because both Haseba Mead and, and Rory Burns have mullets um, and Zach Crawley doesn't. That's and true. So, that's true. The, the mullet ratio on the team is going to go down. All right. So the next selection question, what, what, what was your next selection one? Because uh, I've got my list. I want to see what you've got. Uh, I heard Bairstow is coming in for Pope. Yeah, that's the next question is um, Ollie Pope being out of form, not looking particularly good. Um, the other thing about bringing in Bairstow is that you could give Bairstow the gloves over Butler. Um, mm. And think- Butler's been so hit and miss. I think that's kind of the only 
good thing that could come from it because Bearstow is probably not, again, not a fantastic prospect to be bringing in. But if he can at least take the gloves and give Joss a bit of time to kind of focus more on the batting side of it, that is probably the only benefit, I think, to bringing Bearstow into this side. That's the thing. You could give Bearstow the gloves of a butler. I mean, you can actually... Ollie Pope's also a keeper. You could give Ollie Pope, Pope the gloves of a butler. To be honest, you could give anyone the gloves of a butler, except maybe like Ben Stokes and Joe Root, because Joe Root's your frontline spinner now. That like, yeah. you know, they've got lots of options for anyone other than butler can keep, but you do need butler to bat. They could um, rotate the keepers through. So you have one keeper yeah. at like each end. Oh, yeah. Just just keep on like mixing it up. Yeah, but so yeah, they've like, only got like half... They're only keeping half an innings, which for Joss Butler with his like... 50 over special specialty would probably work really well because then he's only actually keeping for 50 overs in a day. Exactly. Well, I think Besto keeps in, in 50 overs as well, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, so they've got two 50 over keepers and they just make him do 50 overs of keeping. That's a big, that's a big brain play. I reckon. That's, that's, a, that's a real big, because that, because one of the critiques is that you don't want to wear out, you know, these people, but this is the, the, I like, I do feel a bit rough for Pope, being dropped. I mean, he's he's made four, five, four in the last three innings, but he did make thirty-five in the first innings in Brisbane when when England were like collapsed for one hundred forty-seven. Like he batted, he batted for like over two hours in Brisbane. Like he did well. I do, I do feel like Butler Pope being dropped for best. it's more a panic move, being like England, being like we're fucked. We need to make some changes. Yeah. Like that's I feel I like it's a reason. It, it like. He's like the young prospect that they kind of want to build up into, you know, when when Root and stuff leave yeah. down the track, he's going to be one of those top-line batsmen. And so, like, it, 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 I don't think it really makes a lot of sense to replace your young prospect with someone who's already had a track record that isn't exactly proven at a test level um, instead of, like, bringing in someone from their, like, uh, the, the rest of their squad who could also use the opportunity to get you know, a bit, yeah. of, a bit of experience, but I guess they kind of view this test as a, the be all and end all, you know, they have to win here to, yeah. retain, to have any chance uh, to have a chance oh, of, of, retaining, of, of winning the, not uh, even, not even retaining. Like, yeah, they, have to, they have to win. <laughs> yeah. right? So like Australia just like, but that being said, Australia do have a, this is one thing I was going to flag. Like Australia do have a really big incentive to go for the five mil, which is the world test championships points. Right. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if, you know, you win this, you get those WTC points. Like that's makes it makes a huge difference. Um, so like I think like Australia are going to be chomping at the bit. Um, yeah, so I suspect they'll bring in Bairstow for Pope, but it's it's not going to like it's it's essentially they're going to do it, but it's not going to work. Um, yeah, unless like it it really does help Joss Butler focus. Like that's I, I, but then you're kind of like sacrificing one player to help another. So you're um, you're robbing I'm, robbing Peter to pay Paul, as they say. <laughs> is that the is that the expression? Something like that. I think it's a biblical expression as well. And so you know, this is this is our Christmas special. So you know, <laughs> so true, so true. <laughs> merry merry fucking Christmas. Um, I love that we're I'm able to swear on this episode of the podcast as well. Yeah, I've been labeling me. all of these episodes as explicit because I'm like, Meh. yeah, <laughs> you I'm fucking glad here. you have, Josh. <laughs> giving me giving me a lease on life. Sorry, mum. Anyway, um, yeah, so I think we agree that they'll probably bring in Bairstow for Pope, but it's not a good move. Um, and then the next question is with the bowlers. Um, I heard Jack Leach is going to be coming back. Yeah, so it sounds like they're probably going to be playing a full frontline spinner. So the question is Jack Leach or Dom Bess? What do you, what I, I do heard you Dom Bess looks better in, in shades. In Dom Best. So I'm now going to look up Dom Best sunglasses. Oh, oh my god! If you type in Dom Best, oh yeah, he does. He does rock those. That's certainly like an energy. There's so many photos of Dom Best and sunglasses. <laughs> this is seriously, listeners. If you're home, look up. Whereas Jack Leach sunglasses is. I mean, Jack. No, Jack Leach wears glasses. You know, like that, that was the whole thing in that innings that he had to get clean his glasses. Mm. Would you rather, would you rather a man who bats in glasses or bowls in sunglasses? <laughs> On the spot, Josh, go tell me, what are your plans? Um, what do you reckon? Did you bat with glasses? I, uh, 
No, I didn't. I batted with, well, there was a period of, I think I was meant to bat with like these sports goggles that like things that like stayed better. On oh, you, don't wanna, I never really, you didn't want, you didn't want to look uncool in front of all. all I, 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 I never really used them that much to be honest for, for cricket um, because you've got a helmet protecting your head. So it's like um, I would wear, I would obviously wear my glasses as in the, Sean Marsh where he like didn't realize he was like blind and then he like like started wearing glasses and like suddenly his average jumped by like 20 runs that that like checks out except he's average jumping by 20 runs because if Sean Marsh isn't averaging 30 something is wrong with the world Sean Marsh (laughs) is the Sean Marsh is the epitome of the guy who averages 30 with the bat that's like in any format like, which is which is why he was a great 2020 batsman, you know. Um, I've been, because, I've been like, like thinking about past series, you know, just kind of reminiscing. And, you know, I'll go, there was a time where like Sean Marsh was in the Australian Test squad, you know, that was just recently. And and also Aaron Finch opening for the Australian Test side. Like, remember that oh my time God. that was? I mean, th- th- remember, did you, were you really there for the whole like, and like, because obviously you're a more recent fan? for the whole, like, Marsh in and out of the team, like, so frequently, like, in terms of, like, he's probably played, like, 30 tests, but, like, in terms of the number of tests he's played, he's never played more than, like, four or five tests back-to-back. Uh, yeah, I think I saw the kind of end of it because, like, probably the first series I watched probably was the 17-18 Ashes, which was he was in yeah. that side but actually did pretty well, so... Um, yeah, you know, I kind of, I kind of saw, I guess, the twilight of that kind of thing, but I didn't really see much before of it, so I didn't really know That's who the players were, and I was just kind of like, you know, reading like, like comments on Facebook and stuff with people like, get Sean Marsh out of the team, and then he scored a hundred and everyone was like, classic Sean Marsh. Yeah, I suppose you like there was. Did you ever see the interview that um, Mitch Marsh gave where he was like, I'm pretty sure most of Australia hates hates me, and then like he says that, and then pretty much since that interview, that was like. That was a cultural moment where since that point, everyone in Australia, I feel like, has loved Mitch Marsh. Has yeah. been like, he's, he's been like, oh, he, he gets it. Um, <laughs> which is like, is, is not how it should be. But we, I think we all, we all, lo- we all love and Mitch Marsh. Also, he's just playing really well at the moment. <laughs> he is. Yeah, I, I, I watched how like, amazing he did in the, the T20 World Cup and now he's playing Big Bash and he just like, just no one can do anything to him because he's he's just coming from the back of like going up against the best bowlers in the world and then he's just coming and, and versing these like you know these club cricketers on, on like easy pitches and he's just scoring like hundreds every single match because he's just there's just nothing you can you can bowl to him. I I think I like I okay here's here's the 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 claim that I made. Mitch Marsh is the best number three in 2020 cricket globally. Yeah, because probably. the only person who potentially compares to him is Coley. But Coley play, doesn't play consistently enough at number three because they're kind of like, and I don't know if you've been paying attention to the Indian cricket thing with like the fact mm-hmm. that Rohit Sharma has become captain. There's now like a bit of, but, you know, maybe we won't see Coley in the 2020 team anymore because there's mm-hmm. beef between him and Rohit. There's not, but, you know, we, it's, it's, fun, it's fun to speculate. So, like, um, yeah, Mitch Marsh is the best uh, like as the best 2020 number three in the world is is my claim um and you know like mitch marsh over marcus harris is opening for the the batting for australia question mark um i mean uh, definitely not but he'd do a better job uh moving away from the english tour for a moment i did see harris is confirmed for australia yeah again um so there was like the only i mean yeah they basically like because they've they've explicitly said they want to have another go and the selectors have also said one of the problems in the past with him is that he's not been given an extended run of the team and like so i think they're very much like well we can't chop and change him again like you know if part of the problem is that we haven't been giving him an extended run of the team we're just gonna like screw him over by not giving him an extended run now mm. which you know like seems 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 legit like checks mm. out but i also reckon um, probably like you know, I guess you kind of hope that he gets the full series then. But if he doesn't perform, that's kind of like it. You would you would imagine for his test, yeah. career, you know, like because then he's had a full series to, yeah, demonstrate anything. <laughs> and like at this point, they've stuck with him so long that like it's it's at the point is like cool. Like give him, you may as well give him the full series. 
Um, but if he doesn't make the most of it, then that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you, 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 you hit the nail on the head there. Um, yeah. You know, so, so no, no pressure. Especially because like Australia he, are doing so well. There's kind of, they don't really need to, they don't need another run score at the moment. They've got enough power in the They shape. don't need the, the, the break glass in case of emergency yeah. and, and drop in Usman Kawaja. Yeah. Um, <laughs> even though, to be honest, I would love it if they did because I like more Usman Kawaja in my life, please. Mm. Um, that man is that we, we, I feel like white noise gets around Usman Kawaja. Yeah, will 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 he has the he has the the white noise seal of approval. Usman Kawaja, we love him. Um, well, that's the batting chat. The, the other question is the bowling chat, and on both teams, um, do we want to start with England or we want to start with Australia? Yeah, we kind of started an England thread and then never finished it. <laughs> um, so let's Jack, Jack so let's jump probably coming in. I think over 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 Bess over Bess. Yeah. Um, it like so you break because it's it's yeah it's 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 between those two, isn't it? Um, you you don't rate Bess. Uh, I just well, I haven't I haven't seen much of of Bess, but it seems like England has more faith in Leach from my kind of uninformed armchair stance. <laughs> you know, they seem to put a bit more. Well, it's interesting. They've played. Jack Leach has played 17 tests, which is an average of 31 with the ball. Dom Bess has played 14 tests for an average of 33 with the ball. Um, if you, I, I, I vaguely remember him, Dom Bess ripped through India in India. Um, I think in like one of his more recent tests. Um, but yeah, I think realistically, Leach has not been given much of a shot. Like he's not been given a lot of time to, um, to do much. Yeah, okay. In, this most, in the most recent test that Jack Leach and Don Best played together, Leach took two wickets and Best didn't. Like, I think, I think it probably looks like Leach is probably the better option than, than, than Best at this point. Well, um, he's probably still going to get tonked by Australia all over the, all over the G. Yeah, yeah. So, we'll, so Leach comes in, which means... So their previous test, they had Wokes, Robinson, Broad, Anderson. So who are your four bowlers? Because the other thing is Mark Wood, I think is the other person that probably needs to come in for England. Like realistically, like he's the, he's the only one in that, in their squad who bowls with a bit of pace um, at this point. And like, um, there's a question of like, why didn't like he get, like he probably should have like in hindsight, I, I know we didn't pick him in our team for Adelaide, but in hindsight, you could see him playing in Adelaide. Mm-hmm. And so Chris Wokes, I noted, this summer has played both tests. He's considered 228 runs and taken three wickets. So he's averaging 76 runs with the ball, which is okay. even though he's averaging, even though he's averaging like 25 odd with the bat, which for England is phenomenal. Um, <laughs> like it's, it's almost Joe Root levels that. It, that's a, exactly right. Like get this, but Chris works at number three anyway. Um, oh like yeah. Chris Wokes opening uh, the batter. Chris Wokes opening will last longer than Rory Burns, I reckon. Um, you feel like he, he can't justify his selection based on his batting at this point. Um, although knowing England. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> we can't, but England can. <laughs> England. So, but I feel like Wood hat should come back in. Like Wood took three for 85 at the Gabba. Like, bowled yeah. pretty, like he bowled pretty well. Like, um, like ultimately, when we were going through doing our phantom selection, it was kind of like you put, pick Works over Wood because they had similar performances, but Works can carry the bat a bit more. Mm-hmm. But now Works has bowled horribly, so it's kind of like I also you feel think like if, if England feels like um, Crawley and Bairstow are going to perform better with the bat, perhaps they don't need as much depth in their batting lineup, which, which probably is, won't go I, that well for them. But I was, I was, I, you know, I'm proud how far you got through that sentence without breaking into laughter. Um, <laughs> because, like, that's, yeah, like, it's, it, like, even just saying that doesn't quite feel legit, does it? No, it really, it really doesn't. But, um, you know, I think if you were, uh, like, if you are the selectors and you're going, all right, the team isn't doing that well, we have, uh, that we're going to replace two batsmen with two batsmen that we think are going to score more runs, then we don't need the bloke averaging 25. Yeah. Like, I suppose the point is, like, if you're making that call to back in these people to back better, bat better, you've got to back them in. Even in terms of, like, how you do it. Like, I suppose if you're being brought in as a batsman, and, but at the same time you see that they're not, 
that they're picking this other guy with the who can bowl to, who can bat a bit. Well, that like that's probably not great for your um your confidence, is it? Hey, mm. you're probably like oh probably yeah. So like they will they will watch McCall. They will they will yeah they'll drop Wokes. So you've got Leach coming in and Wood coming in, and then you've got to pick two out of Robinson, Broad, and Anderson. So who do you pick? Wait, didn't we say Wokes is going out? Yeah, but you also pick... I reckon you have to pick Wood. Yeah, isn't Wood going in for Wokes? Wood in for Wokes, but Leach is coming in as well, right? Yeah, so then it's just one more from Robinson. Yeah. No, no, Wood and Leach are two bowlers. They've got four bowling spots. Wood, Leach, and then you've got two spots left and you've got to choose between Robinson, Broad, and Anderson. Josh is like doing, I don't know if you're all familiar but, with the meme of the lady doing math and she's got the sums and stuff flying around her head, but, but that is what exactly is. Isn't Wood going in for Wokes? So currently our team that we've selected is Hamid, Crawley, Milan, Root, Bairstow, Stokes, Butler. There's four spots left. Yeah. And you've got, and you've got to, you've got Leach and Wood coming in, yeah. right? For two of those spots. And the previous test, you had Wokes, Robinson, Broad, Anderson. So we've already dropped w- w- Wokes, but we've still got three people left and two spots. So you have to drop. Oh, Robinson, okay. Sorry. Broad, yes. Anderson. No, I thought you meant, I thought you meant, you meant the spots in the side. I thought you meant the, in terms of the bowlers coming in. It made sense what? in my head. <laughs> <laughs> it's shame it didn't make sense when it came out of your mouth as words. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Josh? I'll forgive you. It's quite late over there. <laughs> Thank um, you. <laughs> so, okay. So we've um, got. I think those those are your options. I think Robinson will get rested because of their rotation policy, because he's already this is, played two tests. And this is the this is the the madness, isn't it? Because I feel like Robinson. If, so if we look at the stats. Um, Okay, Robinson took one wicket in the first innings and, yeah, he, Robinson took three wickets for the test. Broad and Anderson also took three wickets for the test. Um, no, Broad took two wickets for the test, actually, and Robinson took three. So Robinson and Robinson's like, like, Broad took one for 73 in the first innings and one for 27 in the second. Robinson took two for 54 and... Uh, in the second and in the first one for 45. So Robinson bowled better than Broad. Um, uh, so I feel like like Anderson bowled the best of the three. Um, but you'd, you'd feel like it's a bit, like you'd feel like Robinson's been a bit hard done by if he's yeah, getting dropped yeah, yeah. because he bowled better than Broad. But on the other hand, like, yeah, so I think it's either Broad or Robinson goes out. Um, yeah. But like, can you see them dropping broad? Uh, maybe I don't. I don't know. Like I guess. I guess yeah, it'll come down to what whether they want Robinson to be rested because I reckon. Although it seems like the way they're going is kind of like the. It's this one or nothing, right? So maybe they're yeah. like Robinson. You're gonna absolutely get cooked to this test, but then like if we lose this, it doesn't matter. We won't bowl you again for like the, the, the other two because it won't matter by yeah. then. Um, and if uh, if we have somehow salvaged a win here, then we'll think about Sydney when we get there. Yeah, yeah. So it, it feels like they're going hell for leather. and may as well just like crack them out one more time, being like, uh, "I that what's that meme?" Is like I can't like no no more or something like that. And yeah. like you know you know I like there's there is a meme there. I can't. I don't think we're both. I don't know about you, but I'm definitely in speed run mode doing this podcast, yeah. and so like I like I can't think of like the meme, but that's fine. We'll think of the meme later. <laughs> but yeah, so you reckon they give Robinson one more crack, crack and burn him for the hope that they win? Yep, yeah, I think that's the smart. I think that's the smart play. Even though like it could absolutely cook Robinson, but I think if England wants any hope of salvaging anything, you know, like, and probably a draw is a good result for, for them uh, so that there isn't a, like a 5-0 possibility, then I think they have to play Robinson just on the basis that he's been playing better. I mean, they're essentially, they're essentially, essentially they, they, 
what they they're like yeah it's like they're kind of like we this all or nothing this test is the is the is the vibe that we're getting mm-hmm. um which i suppose also makes sense to like um world test championship well here's the thing right like world test championships like a, a draw in this test is better than a loss right yeah um so they they have to be careful that they don't go too crazy right and then like get smashed which is i have a feeling like it, it feels a little bit like they're reaching for the panic button yeah I, you know? well i think so you know i think i think you usually don't make uh four changes to a side if you're feeling reasonably confident in your if, team. If, 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 if things are going well, you're not like, yeah, let's just completely rejig everything. That's, yeah, let's, that's let's the vibe. Yeah, let's swap half the team out. You know, that's kind of like, I feel like that's club cricket vibes, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so so we think the likely 11 will be Burns or Hamid opening with Crawley. We hope it's Hamid opening with Crawley, but it's probably going to be Burns because England are fucking England. Uh, Crawley at three, as Crawley opening, Milan, Root, Stokes, Best in over Pope, Butler, Wood, Leach, uh, Anderson, Robinson. I think and Butler, then, they might promote Butler. Did I see something like Butler averages better batting six than that seven? Potentially. Oh, but um, do, you want me to, do you want me to find that out for you? Yeah, that would be, that would be nice. <laughs> that's a, that's a, this is a yeah. vague stat that I vaguely remember seeing the past couple of days. Joss Butler, by position. Is why is it this? There we go. He's batted. He's opened once. He's opened twice. Averages two as an opener. Okay. Averages twenty eight at number five. Averages forty seven at number six. Averages twenty nine at number seven and twenty eight at number eight. Yeah, I think they should put him out at um, sixth. His all his century, his two test centuries have come at sixth. Yeah. Um, and I think you know as well, like, if he's not yeah. if he's not um, not keeping, uh, I think that's the. The no-brainer swap Besto and, and Butler. Yeah, and so in a I sense, like you're, you're essentially actually replacing Butler for Pope for Butler, and then Besto yeah, for Butler. Butler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You're being like just like I can see England persisting with him as a keeper, though. Like that's which, true. He just like, looks so devastated. I just don't want him to keep because he just looks like he's going to cry if he misses another another catch. You know, I just don't. Want I him don't. To do that. Like he doesn't, he doesn't need to be. He's like he. I mean, particularly after the previous test, like he's shown that like this guy should be in your top six. Like he's a good batter. Yeah. Like yeah, back absolutely. him, back him, back him in as a batter. Take the pressure off with him with the gloves. He doesn't. He don't need that in his life. Like mm. Josh. He's said. also he's also talked recently. Um, you know, not to get too serious, but about the the strain of the the bubbles, um, the COVID bubbles and stuff. And, you know, I think mm. he mm. has like a, a family and, and young kids at home that he hasn't been able to see. So I think there's kind of this other emotional side mm. of it that is probably also affecting uh, and, and, you know, mm. it being an ashes test and like the, the height of kind of English cricket, there's all this pressure on him. And, you know, I just want him to just have a bit of an easy time, you know, just like, please, yeah. UCB, just take, take some pressure off the poor man. Just let him come yeah. in and, and have an easier time of, of this one. <laughs> you know, I just, just feel yeah. for the guy. Yeah. Like none of them are here with their families, I don't think. Also, like, I suppose the other thing is like with the COVID situation being what it is here in England, yeet, um, it's like there's probably like a little bit more stress on on uh, the people there and the English players because they're like, well, you know, yeah, England's England's fucked. As in, the, not the people, the country is fucked. It's not actually that bad here, um, but you know, it's 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 less. It's it's not as good as it was when they left the country. So that's yeah. probably like an extra bit of stress. So and you know, we know how um, the the media kind of reports on. COVID and, and fear mongering and, and that sort of stuff, which I imagine doesn't make it easier. You know, whereas when you're living in a, in a, in a, in a location, you can kind of gauge it based on like your actual daily interactions with the, with the space. But if you're away, you kind of are relying on this, yeah. on this kind of negative news cycle that can feed into, into that. And the way that COVID is talked about in Australia is also very different to the way that it's talked about here in the UK. Um, even like, and, and like it's as this is this is like very like off topic from the cricket, but it's like it's like as an Australian living in the UK who's seeing all the COVID developments in Australia, like it, it's 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 really weird. Like it like immediately like the my gut response to the COVID news in Australia has changed because of the cultural environment that I'm around here, 
And so I can only imagine that there's going to be a similar thing for the English cricketers in Australia, that their response to the news that they're seeing out of England is their gut response and their, that emotive response is going to be different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's going to, that's going to change thing, things as well. And so, yeah, I mean, we've, we've really gone down the tangent here, the, the rabbit hole here, right? Um, but, yeah, we, we, we get around. We, we feel for Joss, you know? Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. So, so that's the English side. And then I think the, the Australian side, there actually is like a little bit of uncertainty as well because it sounds like Josh Hazelwood's not going to get up for the test. Yeah, I did see that just earlier. Hazelwood's still ruled out, I think. Um, but I don't so think Stark's yeah. uh, injury got any worse. So it looks like he'll yeah. be fit. Um, and it sounds like they like Justin Langer has been talking a lot of like the way he's been talk- talking about Stark is similar to how he's been talking about um, whatchamacallit, about Harris being like, he did an awesome job leading the tack in, uh, in whatchamacallit, in Adelaide. They want, yeah. they want him to like, to like fit in firing, like power, power it out again. Um, I'm a, I just like, I worry that Stark will get like smashed about in, I, I, I feel like, like I, I'm just worried that, I know I, I don't want to sound like Shane Warne, but I, like I'm worried he's not going to do as well um in in melbourne that's true on the other hand have you considered that england is bringing in someone who averages 11 this year as one of the opening (laughs) (laughs) you're right stark's gonna be fine (laughs) so really if if, um if, if stark is expensive he still will probably get a wicket in his first over you know because he'll get tonked for a four or six or one and then get a, a wicket. Crowley will, yeah, he'll, Crowley will cream for a couple of boundaries then he'll get Crowley. And <laughs> as we've established, even though they should pick Hasipa Mead, they'll pick R- Rory Burns instead. And so he'll get Rory Burns quick early as well. And then boom, that's, you know, like Stark's on a roll at that point. So I, yeah. I, 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 now I see your point and Stark is going to be fine. But boy, <laughs> so the, the question is then, <laughs> the question is then do you pick um Nessa or do you pick um uh, Richardson? Like you feel, I feel like it has to be Richardson. Yeah, I think it is gonna be yeah. Richardson. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry to break your heart this way, but I, no, I know I think, you um, well I also saw something that Nessa doesn't do that well at the MCG, and I feel like uh, Richardson's kind of style suits the G pitch better. So I like think the, it's kind this, of a, a smart like the skiddier, the skiddier yeah. bowling action. Yeah. So like it it might like, yeah. Did you see they added Scott Boland to the squad? Yeah, I thought they flew him over to Adelaide when they had the COVID scare. Ah, um, oh, okay. So Scott um, Boland, so, yeah. Sorry, you go. Yeah, they talked about it on the on the commentary, um, mm. and because he has a really great average at the G, so they were kind of like bring him in. But I don't think Australia will. <laughs> I think they'll yeah. just stick with their core. So he up. in their um, in their most recent test. Uh, in the most recent first class game at the G, sorry, he took eight for eighty nine, um, which is pretty handy with the bat. Uh, you with the ball, sorry, you would say. Um, uh, but 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 yeah, um, you like you you can't. I can't see him getting picked over Richardson. Like I feel like it's going to be, um, it's going to be Stark, Cummins, and Richardson. Um, yeah. It's more if. I think the more interesting question is if Stark doesn't get up, do they pick Boland or do they pick Nessa? I think I think if Stark doesn't get up, they pick Boland. Yeah, that's I, my I big. That that's well. yeah. that's Blacker's big call. They pick they pick Boland if Stark doesn't get up. Yeah, or if there's yeah. another another COVID scare in one of the players, <laughs> one of the bowlers. Yeah, like you like you feel like that's that's part of the thing is like yeah the the COVID cover also to get him around the squad for development. Like I think this is like it's the kind of thing you sometimes bring a player in like get him bowling in the nets to, to, as opposed to like bowling in the big bash, if you've got him bowling to like, you know, Steve Smith, Smith and stuff in the nets, like it's probably going to be quite good for his development. Mm-hmm. Gets him around the squad. If That's he does like in a beautiful baby boy Schweppo and exactly sorely missed from the, from the Brisbane heat, but Godspeed little man. How is, I mean, if we're going to quickly divert to Big Bash, how good is? And we talked about Mitch Marshall earlier. How good was that? I did appreciate that little salute there. I feel like that was again something that like the listeners at home missed out on that. That was that was pretty cute. Um, 
Brisbane haven't been doing particularly well in the Big Bash, have they? Except, except I have a great story. I have a great story. So yeah. I was watching Brisbane's game last night against uh, the Adelaide Strikers, which they won, thanks to a handy knock from Ben Duckett, who's their overseas import. Um, and I've are, never are Brisbane of... still doing? Are Brisbane still doing the like the weird? Uh, sorry, are the Big Bash still doing the thing where the top five go to finals because Brisbane are in fifth, yes. so they're in finals yeah. at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So Ben and... Duckett, yeah, Ben Duckett is British. He's pretty good. Yeah, I, I had no idea who Ben Duckett was, and for a second, I was really hopeful that he was like some new kid off the block and was just like absolutely like pounding these things away. And then I like looked him up and I was like, oh, he's an, he's like an English player. He was he was and he was in the squad for the the last Ashes in 2017-18 and he yeah. got um, kicked out of the tour because he poured beer on Jimmy Anderson, which I just think is like what an epic statement. <laughs> Like, I just think that's so funny. Like, Jimmy Anderson having, like, beer poured on him by, like, this, like, rookie. (laughs) It's, I, I I didn't realize that he got kicked out of the squad for that. That's, 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 that's an excellent bit of background reading. Well done, Josh. Um, (laughs) Oh, just, yeah, I knew, like, I knew that he was a young guy who'd been around the squad a bit and played a couple of tests. He also is a wiki keeper. Um, Hmm. He, he, he's like, he, he looked good in the game. Like he was just log sweeping everything, which is great because like Australian big bash players can't play spin to save their lives, but he just kind of went for it. And so, you know, he, like he was just slogging Rashid Khan just for like like nobody's business, you know, all, all around the Adelaide Oval. It's great. Well, the, the other thing they were talking about was like, it was earlier in the week, they were like getting desperate to the point of being like, what Brits, are, which British players, are, English players are here in like the big bash that they could draw on. Like there was a lot of talk. Did you see all the talk, talk about like um, giving Sakib a mood again? Yeah. Because like he, yeah. I mean, he's, he's been, he's been like kind of up and coming for ages. So like that wouldn't be like too much of a surprise, but I don't, I don't think um, Ben Ducker is like too ingrained in the, in the setup at the moment. No. So he won't be. And it sounds and like also it sounds please like don't take any more players from the Brisbane. Yeah, because like, like I can't take boys it. at the heat need him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you feel, you know, you've got to feel for the scorchers. We're missing Jai Richardson, you know. That's true, but you've got Mitch Marsh, so I feel like it evens out. We've got we lost I mean we lost Labashane and Schwepper, and we got like no one in return for it. I, I, I am joking because the the I feel like the scorchers the scorchers team is stacked. Like there are two, yes. they, there are like, Scorchers have about one and a half teams that could win the Big Bash. Yeah. For one, like, I like, I cannot, like, if the Scorchers don't win the Big Bash this year, like, how at yeah, this some, point? Something's actually wrong. Like, I, like, I just, uh, yeah, 100% think that they have the team to win. Um, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, 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 it's messed up how overpowered they are. Although the Sixers also look pretty good. Um, so yeah, I don't know it'll be interesting. I think, as in, I've not been following the Big Bash very much except watching Perth Scorchers highlights and texting my dad the other night where we were both like, How good is Mitch Marsh? <laughs> I will say something that has freaked me out was, um, I've been watching the, the Fox coverage of the Big Bash, which has a really yeah. nice, clean, um, scorecard down the bottom and it looks it looks yeah. lovely it's probably like one of my favorite scorecards of, of recent years because they like redesigned it every year you know and i think i think what they've done this year is is really nice and and classic um i came home recently and and they were putting the sort of free to air version and it looks like something out of a mid-2000s cricket video game it's uh, really, it's, really the channel seven one looks atrocious and i like i could not believe what i was looking at when i first saw it I'm trying. I'll try and I'll try and get a photo up because like, the thing is, like, I've not seen. Yeah, I've, I just googled uh, scorecard because I've obviously not really been able to watch any of the cricket here. Mm. Um, and then, um, although the radio, you know, I literally bumped into an Australian on the street like an hour ago, and he was like, "Oh, how was your ISO?" Oh, actually, no, your ISO was fine. The cricket was on. Um, because <laughs> there's a couple of us who've been in ISA and he was like yeah you wouldn't have had a problem you, you had the cricket to watch um but yeah I've not watched any so is the graphic because I've seen they've changed the graphic for the tests they've got that new like fancy little like um like futuristic thing in the tests is that what they have in the big bash as well yeah it's pretty similar I think it's even worse in the 
in the big bash. Like I, I saw the test one when I was at the at the airport about to come up and it looked it, it yeah. looked fine, I thought, but the big bash is like kind of even more in your face, aggressive, like font choice. Um, that's kind of all italicized, like futuristic. Um, uh, like you're uh, about to go on like a theme park ride that's set in like 2050. Why do they do this? They always feel this need to change up the graphics. And this is, I love that we've gotten into the, the most nitpicky niche bit of this is no other cricket podcast is going to be going into this level of like nitpicky niche critique about about this but this is what we this is the niche that we aim to film and, you know, last a, year the, the free-to-air graphics were were quite nice you know they were um you know pr- pretty decent and, and the year before and then this year they've just felt the need to reinvent them and they didn't need reinventing at all <laughs> i i do like that they've moved beyond the because they used to have like the green like big like bubbles that like just felt like kind of like like a child like they were there for a child to read yeah. Um, and I do like that they've also moved it from. Do you remember when it used to be in the top left hand corner? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I like I like that they've moved on from that. I like, I feel like this is that's progress. Um, you know, the small wins, right? These are the, these are the most important things in the world is, is, the, is the cricket graphics. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'll, I'll have to take your word for those. Not, not as good looking for the rest of it. If, um, is there anything else? The next time, the next time I watch it on free to air, I'll, I'll snap a photo and I'll, I'll send it to you so you can. I, you I would get appreciate some photo updates. Yeah, because this is yeah. like this is part of the the experience of the the Australian summer that I've not thought that I've been missing until now, and I've been like, oh, I don't get the shitty new graphics. It has real Zupa Duper energy. I would say maybe that's why. Maybe that's why they've gone with it. Maybe you know Zupa Duper was it's, sponsoring them. Of like we need more Zupa Duperness in the in the graphics. We need a Zupa. I do enjoy Zupa Dupers being the sponsor of the um yeah of the. I always find it really like funny the- how you know things like sixes and fours are sponsored. Like the other day, they, like someone hit a four and they were like, "And that's a Harvey Norman four. And I was like, "What do you mean it's a Harvey Norman four? It's just a four. How can it be a Harvey dude, Norman four? <laughs> dude, you've got to listen to your. You've got to listen to the radio where like it's aggressively being like, "Let's check the uh the you know the high the Durex high pressure cleaner scoreboard." You know. <laughs> Like it's, it's one of the most elite things in the, in radio is like how, because they, they do such a good job of getting the really random product placement in there. TikTok um, sponsors the, the innings breaks, like the. No. Yeah. No, they do not. They do. do. Not it's called the this. like TikTok big break is the like official name of it. I hate that. I hate <laughs> that on that. There is an energy of hatred I have for that, that I cannot ex- express in words why is tiktok in in unless it's usman kawaja dancing that's the only tiktok cricket content that i want oh, that probably is you know? a is a tiktok what wasn't like i feel like adelaide strikers were on tiktok kind of before it was like huge you know what i mean like i feel like tiktok like really took off last year with the uh um, with the lockdowns with the, and stuff and i feel the, like, the, pandemic, like yeah. the strikers were kind of on it like just a bit before that you know that like that season they kind of like really took off with it yeah, I, Adelaide Strikers underscore Adelaide underscore Strikers official has eight hundred and thirty four followers on TikTok. That's not that's, as many as I, I would have thought. To be honest. Yeah, I like. I that's like kind the, of embarrassing like, for Adelaide. I have no metric for TikTok, but I feel like it should be more than that. They have one TikTok, which is Travis Head's Test Century. That's pretty good. I can get around that. As in those. <laughs> oh, and then Peter. Okay, you know what I do love about Adelaide? Peter Siddle. Dude, oh, okay, I'm gonna, yeah, what a man. You have to, oh my God, this TikTok is amazing. Okay, you ready? Oh my God, it's playing. I'm going to play this from the start. Um, I, 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 love, if, I love playing TikToks on, on an audio medium. Is this, is my, are you seeing wearing sunnies? Blue sunnies. And it's just shots of him putting, oh, they're kind of like snow goggles though. But they're, they're like sunnies. snow goggles. It's just Peter Siddle with and sunglasses. It's just him kind of put, it's, it's called P Cities. P Cities. What's that saying? Oh, the, the, I can't even read the bit at the bottom. Oh, that's <laughs> a disappointment. Want to cop a pair of peace pieces? Get down to our first home. I think they were giving away. Oh, they're oh, like, that would, oh, it says timeless. They are pretty timeless. Give, I would like a pair. They do, I would love a pair. Of, to be honest, I love Peter. You know who else is another cricketer that we get around here on on White Noise? Peter Siddle. Where's Agar? Oh, sorry. Yeah, Peter Siddle's pretty good too. <laughs> you can't you can't dislike Peter Siddle. He went through a brief phase where like in earlier in his career where he like became like he was like a little bit like aggro. Like I remember him basically bowling body line at the Wacker once. Um, but then 
he went vego and became obsessed with eating bananas. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and he's just like a, become this goofy person. Potassium P! Potassium P! He's just like embraced this chaotic energy. Uh, not even chaotic. He's just, this, he's just this big goofball who plays for Australia. And well, I love not it. anymore. Rest in peace. That's true. Uh, but like Peter Siddle, we, 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 we love Peter Siddle in this household. Maybe I love Peter Siddle slightly more than Josh does. But, you know, you can't... I'm pretty sure... Because Peter Siddle's... Um, that's right. You know how I, I warm up for my mum's birthday? Because um, my mum's birthday is on November 26th, which means the day before is Peter Siddle's birthday, which means I get to watch the... <laughs> Peter Siddle with a hat-trick on his birthday! Not yet he hasn't. Not yet he hasn't. <laughs> Never read <I>, this. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart fucking broad. <laughs> you know, I don't actually remember. I don't remember much, much Peter, Stuart Broad hate before he reviewed that decision of Peter Siddle. Um, when that was made, the maybe one that- where he didn't walk? What series was that? Because that would have been. Oh, when was that? That was that was that, that got was recommended to me on, in my YouTube feed the other day. Peter Siddle, sorry, uh, Stuart Broad, Stuart broad not, not, walking. not walking. Yeah. <laughs> Why does 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 YouTube want to aggravate you? Uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> it's like you know what would upset this man. Um, you were broad, and they weren't wrong. <laughs> they were like, "This man is deep down an Australian." Anyway, um, the time is getting away from us, and I feel like we really t- didn't do much of a of a preview except um, England no. has to win or maybe get a draw. Um, I did have a couple of other other points to make. If you want some structure, Rob, yeah. Or do you want to wrap it up? Um, let's let's try and do it like they do in the commentary, and we get like ten seconds to respond. I'll get ten seconds to respond to the things you bring up. All right. So the first one is the ICC rankings. It's worth noting that Mark Marnus Labuschagne now number one Test batsman in the world over Joe Root. So have true. You, have you seen this? Yeah, I did. So um, Charles Head is also now has also snuck into the top ten. Um, I, I tagged my mate from Adelaide being like, yeah, Marnus is good, cool and all, but have you seen Travis Head in at number 10 on the, which means Australia now has four batsmen in the top 10 rankings and three bowlers in the top 10 rankings, which I feel like we're not that good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with like, that. What, what, how is it? I suppose the problem for us has been the fifth and sixth batsmen and the, yeah. yeah. Um, but Nathan, Ly- Nathan Lyon is the bowler who's not in the top 10. Um, but Not yeah, yeah. Uh, but his time will come. The other question is the Melbourne pitch because it has this reputation for being uh, like as flat as a road. Mm, but um, apparently, the most recent Shield one was spicy. So yeah, uh, five was, players, five players were hit by bounces, and someone had to be subbed off. Oh, good thing so, for Arch is not playing. Yeah, yeah. So like, <laughs> um, well, that's not true because because imagine this. Okay. Dave Warner, okay, this is this is a horrible scenario to play out, but Dave Warner gets hit in the head by a bouncer, gets concussed, and so some random unknown comes in and opens him as his replacement for the opening of the batsman and does really well. And then we replicate the minus Labashane story, you know? Except uh, he will take off his mask and reveal that it was Usman Khawaja the whole Khawaja time. All the time. <laughs> Usman Khawaja also, by the way, turned 35 the other day. He turned 35 during the middle of the, of the Adelaide test. Usman Kawaja, I cannot believe he's 35 because I remember when he debuted. Uh, I don't. Because it was it was the New Year's test in 20 the in 2012, which is now nine nearly nine, 10 years ago, I suppose. But like I remember it was because we were having our Christmas with my mum's side of the family and we were having it late that year. And I remember like ditching having like Christmas lunch to go watch Usman Kawaja that. Um and decision. loved it. It was a good decision. Um, but yeah, like the Shield game like went was done in four days comfortably. And India rolled Australia in four days last year as well. Yep. And so like... And yeah, I feel like, you know, it's just because the last Ashes at the, the G was an absolute road. But I feel like it actually hasn't been that bad anywhere near that bad. Since yeah. then, so. Well, they've got a new crew. They, they fired their curator and they brought in Matt Page. And Matt Page was, was at the Wacker. And he's West Australian, therefore he's good. Um, and so... <laughs> well, the Wacker was known for its spicy pitches, so... Yeah, exactly. Like, we, we love a bit of spice in the West. Um, West is best. And so, yeah, it, Matt Page has been doing a good job. And so expecting good things from his pitch. Yeah, um, next thing. The, the other thing, Joe Rootwatch. 
He is currently fourth on the list. He has, uh, so this is Joe Root Watch. He has 1,630 runs this calendar year. Um, 1788, Muhammad Yusuf is at the top. I don't think he's going to hit the 158 this test to get to the top. Um, but he only needs 26 to jump into the top three above Graham Smith. I um, also saw another record, which is that if England lose this test, they will tie the record for most test losses in a calendar year. So I that, really want the scenario where Joe Root just... becomes the highest amount of runs scored in a calendar I... year and England has the most losses in a calendar year. That sounds, that sounds like that's, that is what I am barracking for this Boxing Day. That is, that is the, the, the irony of that. Do you know that England have had 49 test ducks this year? That's pretty special. Which is that given that they, they're basically getting like four or five test ducks a test. A de- des- t- bleh, 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 bleh. And, and we've been white noise <laughs> thanks for listening <laughs> thanks for listening oh wait 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 what's your prediction for the test that's the other um, thing we have to do australia will win comfortably how many days uh three and a half three and a half i reckon it makes us a day four um i reckon third session day four Maybe first session day five. Um, I can I can see like I can see Australia put it, it taking long because Australia bat for a while. That's true. That's true. Because I can no also see it taking not that long because Zach Crawley averages eleven in Test cricket recently. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You're talking about Britain's great white hope. It's the only the only thing that's getting them through the the um through the, the, the COVID winter over here is, is the thoughts of the thought of Zach Crawley. That is, it's on the, it's on the street. Everyone's like, Zach Crawley, he's going to save our skin. Like, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to survive because of Zach Crawley. He's, he is our one and only. Um, no. Uh, yeah. Look, I, it's, it's not, it's not a ma- question of if it's a matter of when, isn't it with this? Yeah. But you know, fingers crossed. I reckon the interesting thing will be, I reckon an Australian will get a big daddy hundred. Because we've not had any of those a series. Like Head got the 150, but he got so he got it so quickly, and at the end of the innings, it didn't feel like that. Mm-hmm. Like we we as a we as a viewing public deserve to see um, someone go big. Um, I hope it's Manus. That's my that's my yeah. little, that's, that would be that would be nice. I think for Manus to get a yeah. the G. Yeah, Manus hundred of the G goes on, and like a, like Manus getting a double hundred. Although Manus at the moment, no, I don't think he'll. You know why he won't want to? Because currently, Manus's top score in Test cricket is 215. And you know else who has a top score of 215 in Test cricket? Peter Siddle. Steve Smith. <laughs> <laughs> and no matter how much you support Steve Smith, you don't like Steve Smith as, as much as, as Manus loves Steve Smith. And so I think Manus won't want to change that. But yeah, look, sounds like we're pretty convinced that it's going to be Australia winning. Um, Hopefully we come back and there's been somewhat of a contest, you know, when we when we revisit in this five days time. But I haven't got my hopes up. But you know. And we'll see you then. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye now.